Well, three-class basketball, high school basketball in North Dakota. A new proposal is uh, out as uh, representatives from Class B schools, Class A, uh, have uh, put together a proposal that uh, schools will get a chance to uh, review and look at and uh, could possibly be sent to the Activities Association. More on that in a moment. One of the uh, uh, one of the gentlemen that uh, was on the uh, advisory committee, Josh Johnson, superintendent at Valley City Public Schools, uh, has been kind enough to uh, to join us. And um, first of all, I want to credit uh, you guys. I know it was uh, athletic director in each region in Class B. You've got uh, the WDA, EDC represented. You've kind of got voices from uh, from all over the state here. So for that, I will say uh, uh, a, a good job on that. And, and I know this is. Um, this is still a work in progress, but there's been a lot of a lot of work put in place. And kind of just take us back to the beginning, if you can, Josh. Yeah, thanks, sir. I appreciate the opportunity on behalf of our focus group to be able to share information with you. And, and again, our our intent at this point is to make sure we get as much information out there so that we're able to to be able to collect feedback and answer questions as we go through this process. Uh, this all began in earnest uh, when we conducted a survey with our uh, North Dakota member schools back in January, and the, the question was asked, is this the time for us to consider a, a proposing a three-class basketball plan? And uh, we had outstanding response from, from across the state. Uh, we had 85% of schools said, yes, now is the time for, for us to, to consider a three-class basketball plan. So, um in March, we, we assembled a focus group, and in, as you've referenced, uh, it was very much a grassroots effort. We had representation from small schools, middle schools, big schools. Every one of the regions was represented. We had coaches uh, included as part of our, our focus group, ADs, school administrators. And so, again, I, I think that has helped us establish a, a foundation to make sure we are connected um, from every corner of the state of North Dakota so that we can truly understand why a three-class basketball plan um, is in the best interest in, in the opinion of, of some in North Dakota um, and why that is a, a good time right now for us to be considering that. There have been some other proposals in the past. It seems like uh, the one thing that's maybe different this year is you get uh, some of the bigger schools, the current Class A schools, maybe the larger schools, um, have shown more interest in it in the past uh, can you trigger down some reasons why well i and again to credit uh tom kershoffner who put out this information last fall tom was the head boys basketball coach at west fargo cheyenne and, and tom definitely got this ball rolling and so the feedback that we've had again going back uh from small schools the the mid-size if you will and the big schools is um the big schools don't want to, to be playing uh, the smaller schools, and, and uh, we're seeing a, a, a larger point differential at, at every level, A and B, boys and girls, than what we've ever seen before. The number of 40-point uh, blowouts, if you will, um, up through the, the, the first month of the season was over uh, 32. And so I think that's a, a big part of why people are saying, we, we want to address competitive balance um, in North Dakota in addition to addressing uh, student-athlete participation. In, in girls' basketball especially, that has become more and more of an issue. And, again, it's not only a statewide issue, it's a, it's a national-wide issue as well. Uh, yeah, and the participation numbers have, uh, have kind of waned as well in recent years. Uh, breaking it down, uh, by enrollment, Class uh, AA, 
uh, 500 plus students in grade 7 through 10 this fall. Uh, class B below 170, and then you've got Class A. And that was the one question I had: is 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 that middle class? And obviously, Valley City, uh, where you're located, would would fit in that middle class in this proposal. And some big B's would move up. And I always kind of wondered what the sweet spot number was. I thought maybe 40 is a little high, and I think it's 30 high 30s with this proposal. Yeah, the first disclaimer I'm gonna I'm gonna give is that uh, Valley City. Um, on our current enrollment per projection over the next couple of years would qualify for participation in Class B. So, um, you know, I, I want to I make sure that's clear that uh, Valley City has no interest in competing against Barnes County North or Maple Valley in the next couple of years. And, and so as we look through the focus group again, established these cutoffs, we went through and, and looked at the, the total number of teams at the middle division and, and trying to make the best determination with the feedback that, that we had received back in, in March through uh, beginning of August was um, how, how can we provide the best uh, level of competition um, across the three classes. And, and right now, again, this is a, a draft proposal. We're hoping to continue to, to present and collect feedback on this, knowing that there's a, there's a likelihood that this could change before we present our final draft and seek the support from our member schools. And so, um, right now, as you said, the cutoff between the AA and the A is set at 500. Um, we've got feedback from a few schools that uh, currently are in A that thought maybe it would have been a better fit at the, the middle level. And, and so the Devil's Lake, the Turtle Mountains, the Watford Cities, um, currently in our proposal are at the AA level. Similarly, when you look at the cutoff between the, the middle division and, and B, um, you have a few schools that are between that 170 and 180 line. And so um, we look forward to getting that, that feedback and, and having a, a, a really a better idea of the total number of schools that should fit in that middle division. Is that um, 37 as what it is right now? Should that be um, narrowed or should it be expanded? And, and uh, the focus group to this point has said, you know, between 28 and, and uh, 40 teams is kind of where we want to be, and that's uh, the thought process that went into this presentation, of this proposal. One thing I've heard from three-class proponents is maybe three classes would break up some co-ops and maybe get uh, some smaller schools uh, to stand on their own once again. Have you gotten, has there been a lot of examples of that, or is that uh, maybe more to come? That's a great question, and, and uh, yes, we have. What's happened, I think, as an interesting phenomenon over the last couple of years is, is that uh, we've had smaller schools out of necessity for competition purposes. They have co-ops. Region 1, as an example, um, we have co-ops that uh, bring two or three schools together, um, not on the basis of participation, per se, but just simply on a basis that they need the ability to be able to have numbers um, and talent to be able to compete against Kindreds and Castletons. And so um, a little bit further to the west, is a school district uh, um, who, again, has co-opted out of necessity, um, if this proposal would go through, would dissolve that co-op. And, and uh, to the advantage of that district, we, we would look at uh, increasing the total number of teams at that B division, which, again, the focus group conversation is um, we feel strongly that does increase uh, student participation as well. well the, the, another question that uh, I always had was uh, state tournaments. And um, with this plan, the what would be AA, which is the current A now, would 
basically stay with the state tournament format, that Super 8-type format. The bottom two classes would not. Would you like to uh, explain on that? And I'm sure that is up for debate as well. It is, and, and this is probably one of the more complicated areas. Uh, again, as you said, uh, um, keep the Super A together at the, the AA level, the, the biggest school. Um, the challenge we have for the, the middle division and, and Class B, if we run Class B concurrently, so boys and girls on the same weekend, and, and we host that, say, by example, in, in Minot, the question we've had is, is there enough uh, lodging abilities? Um, for Mina to be able to host um, both boys and girls coming together at the, at the same time. If we split that and we, we have B girls in Minot and, and B boys in Bismarck, you run that potential of, of uh, splitting a, a school and not being able to have the, the fan base to cover that. So we thought by, by splitting and having A boys, B girls, um, on the same weekend that we would be able to um, have enough lodging to be able to accommodate and, and uh, maybe even consider using alternate uh, sites as well. Josh Johnson, superintendent from Valley City Schools, joining us. We talk about the proposed uh, three-class uh, basketball proposal. Uh, what kind of uh, pushback have you received some, from uh, some schools? Well, I think that the, you know we've had a lot of, of Great comments, feedbacks, and again, like you said, going into the, the conversation here, I think this is different from a standpoint that the, um, this originated grassroots effort with a focus group. Um, anytime you look at change, and, and I would consider this quite a significant change if it, if it uh, eventually passes, um, that change is going to bring about um, question and, and uncertainty, if you will. And so I think that's one one of the significant parts of that. I think the other part of that is, is that uh, the cutoff. When you have a, a Class B school, as an example, that's, that's following a lot of success at that level, and now all of a sudden there's a potential that they're moving up to a middle class while there may be more, more uh, balanced competition at that level, um, I think that brings about some, some fear or the unknowns, if you will. And so that, I would say, is the biggest uh, um, challenge, I guess, if you will, or, or questions that we've had. Um, relative to this proposal. One other thing, too, that I've always heard from, uh, from mainly from small public schools, the, the Oak Groves and the Bishop Ryans and Shiloh Christians of the world should be up a class. In this proposal, they would all be in the middle class, correct? Yeah, it is. And, and you know, this, this plan uses a, a, a unique model that we, I don't believe any other plan has, has proposed in the past, and that's putting a multiplier on out-of-zone students. So whether it's open enrollment, non-tuition or um, school of choice. So by example, in Valley City here, if I have students coming from the neighboring schools, Barnes County, North Maple Valley, those students in our total enrollment would count as two, where any student in our school district would be one. And so what this does then is, is uh, adds a factor. So every private school student in North Dakota would be counted as two, and therefore the adjustments in the enrollments uh, as a result of that. The thing about that, uh, um, and I want to be clear relative to this, and this was a, an in-depth conversation obviously the focus group has had, is that that uh, outer zone factor, if you will, applies to every school across the North Dakota. That doesn't just simply apply to our private schools, um, although they're the most impacted as a result of that. That's, uh, that's very interesting. I was kind of looking at that model. It took a little little time to try and digest all that, but uh, that's uh, it, it's a little bit different in that regard. 
Um, if this goes through, could it lead to uh, maybe some other sports? And I guess the one that comes to mind that uh, volleyball could uh, follow down this path someday. Yeah, I think that's one of the, the primary questions that we've received here in the last few days is why not volleyball? This focus group was created back in, in March and, and was specifically tasked with addressing this, this question about basketball and the feedback we had from the member schools. But now over the last couple of months, uh, you know, people have asked that question, are you also looking to address volleyball? We, we believe that uh, if this plan as proposed is, is successful, there's no reason why the framework of this couldn't be applied um, to volleyball, whether that originates from a, a separate focus group or that's uh, brought directly to North Dakota High School Activity Association. I think volleyball is, is the sport that has the, the capacity to be able to implement a three-class plan with the total number of, of teams that uh, compete at both the B and A level as well as the, the tournament structure of that. Uh, when you start talking about track or wrestling, you have the individual um, nature of some of those activities. And then um, also the other challenge you have with the other activities is that the total number of teams um, isn't uh, the same number as what you have uh, for basketball or volleyball. All right, one final question for you. I guess the uh, the timeline going forward, obviously schools get a chance and we'll need to uh, basically uh, say yay or nay on this, but uh, the uh, timeline going forward. Yeah, so we have the plans out there, and, and thanks to the media for helping us to make sure that people know about what, what's happening with this proposal. And so between now and, and the end of September, we're looking for feedback. We're trying to get out and, and uh, make as many presentations um, with this plan, answering questions as possible. The focus group is going to come back together at the end of September and then send out an, an updated, potentially revised uh, plan um, at the beginning of October. During the, the month of October, it's an opportunity for member schools to uh, provide the focus group with a letter of support. If we have 60% uh, support uh, from our member schools, the plan is to present this to the North Dakota High School Activity Association on November 1st. And then prior to November 15th, we would look to uh, present the plan formally to the board. And the reason why that date is significant is if we're going to look at implementing this plan, in the 23-24 season, that gives us one calendar year prior to the start of practices in uh, November 2023. Josh, uh, really good stuff here, very informative, and uh, we will be uh, following this uh, closely, so we may be doing this again here uh, maybe down the line, but uh, thank you for your time. Thank you so much, and again, it's an honor and, and uh, to represent our focus group and uh, the member schools over across North Dakota. Josh Johnson, superintendent at Valley City Public Schools.